Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Integration Chronicles, the only podcast focused on ecosystem integration brought to you by Clio. We're your host, Tushar Patel. And I'm Frank Kenny. Ecosystem integration is the modern innovative way to extend and augment B2B integration. It takes a process-centric approach to orchestrate, connect, and integrate the core revenue-generating interactions and operational services. Partners, shippers, carriers, enterprise applications, and e-commerce marketplaces can leverage API, EDI, and file-based integrations on the same ecosystem integration platform, all with the necessary governance and control optimized to support mission-critical interactions in real, just-in-time, and batch cycles. Every couple of weeks, we will dig into relevant topics with industry leaders and integration experts with a specific tilt towards the supply chain. You'll learn how to grow your business faster, pick up best practices for scaling your organization, and discover new ways to drive operational efficiencies. Follow us to get up-to-date alerts when new episodes are available. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Integration Chronicles. I am one of your hosts here, Tushar Patel, the CMO at Clio. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we had our annual Clio Connect conference, which was a fantastic conference. And our SVP of product development, Mr. Jorge Rodriguez, had the opportunity to sit down with Macy Bergen who is the Senior Vice President of IT over at Versa Logistics. Conversation was phenomenal, so I wanted to replay it here as a podcast episode. Hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. Okay. Hey, welcome everyone to uh, Clio Connect Rethink. Uh, today, we are with Macy Bergen, Senior Vice President of IT at Verse Logistics. I am Jorge Rodriguez. I oversee product development at Clio and Cloud Operations. Uh, um, we are ready for a good session here with Macy, so we will kick it off right from the get-go. So again, Macy, thanks again uh, for, for joining us to talk about yourself and about Burst. Uh, really looking forward to the, to the next 30 minutes with you. No problem, thanks. Cool. I'm excited to be here. <clears throat> awesome, great. So let's start with yourself, Macy. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the role you play at Burst? Yeah, so um, I've been in the uh, IT field uh, for my entire career, really. Uh, supply chain, manufacturing, and logistics from the industry side of things. Um, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's you know almost approaching thirty years. So it's uh, I'm, I'm the old guy in the room now instead of the young guy in the room these days. But thirty years mostly in supply chain, logistics, and manufacturing. Um, I've been with Verse Logistics about a little over two years now, and my last employer was uh, a 3PL as well for a little over 10 years uh, there. So I'm responsible at Verse for all technology, um, the entire IT team and customer implementations and just anything really technology related at Verse. And uh, it's about all there is to know. Great, great. And uh, do you mind sharing about how big a, of, an, of an organization uh, uh, you have at Verse supporting the business? Sure, yeah, we have, uh, it's a pretty typical structure. We have an applications group, a networking group, and an integrations group. 
So a lot of the work that we do, other than keep the lights on, is, is customer implementation. So our application team and integration teams are a little bit bigger. So there's about 17 people in the IT team now, and it's, it's slanted towards the integration and applications people. But you could, you could think of it as close to 33, 33, 33, I guess, from a, from a breakdown perspective. Uh, we do have project managers in there as well, which, which uh, drive a lot of the project uh, work that we do on a regular basis. But again, it's mostly um, our big projects are typically customer implementations. Got it. Got it. Great. Well, thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and now Verse, if, if you could spend a little bit of time and tell us about Verse itself, um, you know, what, what business Verse is in, uh, who, what, what type of, of customers do you serve, um, what, what your growth been looking like since you've been there, uh, anything like that you can share would be great. Okay. Yeah, Verst is a family-owned business. Uh, it was started in 1966, so it's 55, 56 years old. So it's a, it's an uh, an older, more established nationwide 3PL. So we we do third-party logistics. Um, basically, we have 26 locations across the country, heavily focused in the Midwest. Our corporate headquarters is is in Kentucky, in Walton, Kentucky, just south of Cincinnati. And uh, currently today we have about uh, seven and a half million square feet of, of warehouse space that we use to serve our customers. And um, of that space, we're approaching a million square feet in fulfillment capacity, which is a growing area of our business. Along with that, we also have dedicated transportation, um, services that we have here at Verse. It's been part of the business since the beginning. And we have the, uh, it's, it's very interesting. We have a packaging business unit. It's not typical packaging like VAS or, you know, um, display packaging. It's, it's really sleeving cans and bottles. Mm. So it's actually one of the largest sleeving facilities in the country that Verse operates as our third business unit. So warehousing, um, transportation, and packaging. Wow, that is really interesting. And sleeving, uh, it, it remind me again, sleeving, like what type, of, what type of goods go in the sleeves? Yeah, so if you think of anything that uh, you buy at the store that might have a sleeve on the outside. So the typical one is a yogurt bottle has a sleeve that wraps around with the, the label and the customer logo and the information about the product. But any, any type of product like that, from shampoos to, to food products, um, but as well, we do a lot of cans and bottles. So it's actually an up-and-coming trend that instead of printing on the cans, we actually sleeve the cans, and that allows for more decorative ideas and more flexibility in, in what goes on the can. And uh, it's, it truly is amazing. We sleeve um, cans, bottles, and, and plastic, um, millions of bottles a month. So wow. it's, it's a very highly automated, um, high volume facility that's kind of a little known secret down here in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, that's fascinating. I just know every time I, 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 I talk to you, 
Macy, I learned something new and really fascinating about, about the business of verses. And so I appreciate all the education you've given me over the years here. <laughs> okay. um, so in, in your role at Verse, maybe if, if you don't mind, why don't, why don't we shift a little bit to talk about um, uh, technology trends that you're seeing uh, in, in your role or even in, in the logistics space in, in general? Uh, that, that would be great. Okay. Yeah, over the, I guess these days we kind of break it down into before the pandemic and and after post-pandemic, I guess, to some degree. But I would have told you before the pandemic that the big the big thing was just customers expecting, you know, an optimized experience from an e-com perspective. So, you know, they want their orders um, sooner. They want to be notified um, quicker that their order shipped and they want that product to be delivered as soon as possible. So um, there was just a lot of growth in e-com in general. And, you know, there's a difference in our business uh, between shipping a, a pallet or a case of something that we, we kind of think of warehousing back in the day mm -hmm. uh, to this high speed, high volume, small order, you know, profile um, that, that has to ship the same day that we get the order. So I would have told you that, that fulfillment in e-com was just exploding before the pandemic. And uh, since the pandemic, it's continued to explode. But, but now there's a disruption in the supply chain that forces all these other issues and problems and things, right? So whether it's, um, um, you know, disruptions from international manufacturers from China or what have you, you know, products sitting on boats in the port that customers can't get, they're looking for solutions and, and, and uh, want their vendor, us, to help them solve those problems help them, you know, get their product shipped to their customer no matter what. So it's, uh, it's really, it's the same problem in a sense, but we've added all this disruption to the, to the supply chain that's, that's caused us to have to think outside the box on how to solve, solve problems. Another way to kind of think about it is for the first time, business continuity is probably more important than cost. Right, our customers need to have the need to have their product shipped, and the cost component that comes in is is really there's investment available to automate and solve these problems that the the new supply chain, the disrupted supply chain, is uh, is presenting us. Mm, that's a really, really, really key point. Business continuity over cost is really uh is a is is front and center these days yeah that's that's a, a great great insight macy very much so yeah so <clears throat> along those lines around business continuity so why don't we shift a little bit to talk about um integration for a moment right uh and you 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 mentioned uh to me to to us in in clio how integration is playing such a, a larger and larger role in driving uh, revenue and growth for Verse. Uh, if you don't mind kind of sharing with this audience a little bit more about how you're using uh, Clio Integration Cloud uh, from, from those dimensions around driving revenue and growth. Sure. Yeah, well, the, the whole process really starts for us when our customer sends us an order. So we're, we're a big um, EDI company. So, you know, we 
have to get their order into our into our facility into our systems and we work we work to ship that order obviously and then we send information back to our customers it's a typical edi kind of cycle that happens there but what's different now is is the order there's you know we're trying to take all the all the delay out of that right so it's really important to get the order immediately when the customer sends it to us and it's it's uh, important to push that order through the system um, you know so ultimately we can ship same day so the expectation these days for a lot of customers if is if the order comes in before a certain cutoff let's say noon they expect that order to be shipped that day so from an integration perspective it starts with um, today anyway it starts with us receiving an order you know via clio as our integration partner and uh you know clio doesn't stop at the front end clio helps us you know throughout the whole business which i can touch on here in, in a few minutes but uh, it starts there at the beginning to make sure that we can get the order in and again i've been adverse a couple years now but um you know, we moved to Clio about two years ago when I arrived at Burst because we had a lot of legacy systems that, um, from an EDI perspective, that weren't able to keep up with the growth that Burst was experiencing and weren't able to optimize in the ways that we wanted to optimize. So we, uh, I was familiar with Clio from the past, but we actually went out to market and looked at integration providers and we chose Clio to move forward with. So, um, you know, the customers oftentimes will request certain uh, connectivity methods or certain, you know, file types or, or um, uh, I, guess, I guess you call it technology, you know, just different technologies like XML versus EDI versus X12. Sure. And our legacy providers kind of had us pigeonholed into only certain types of technologies that we could support. So with Clio, we... You know, the way I look at it is Clio allows me to connect with any customer and, and provide any output to that. So I can take any input in and I can put any output out. So uh, immediately now my options are wide open for how I can connect with my customers. So that's the first problem that, that uh, we were able to solve with Clio. And then the second problem is just the, uh, the, the cloud allows us to have 24 by seven support. So somebody's always watching our, our uh, integrations and our connectivity with our customers. So I got 24 by seven support from a vendor that I was familiar with. And uh, you know the features and functions within the, the Clio tools just allowed me to connect in any way I need to with the customers, including by the way, API. So. There's a, there's a move right now to, uh, uh, for our customers to move away from traditional EDI X.12 and, and XML type connectivity and uh, go direct API. Uh, again, that's, that's pushing that supply chain forward because an API you connect and you get an immediate response. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're doing away with batch processing if we're able to use APIs. So it tightens the whole compresses the whole time in which we're, you know, exchanging data and gives us more time to actually ship the customer's order, which is the end game that we're, that we're targeting. Sure. Sure. And that I'm sure, uh, you know, impacts what you mentioned earlier. If you get an order by a certain cutoff uh, to have it 
out by that day, right? That that reaction yeah. is going to be more and more critical from a real time perspective. Yeah, especially when you when you're looking at these cutoff times and they're so tight like that. If if orders are constantly having to be dealt with a second time, as opposed to this direct feedback that you get from an API, then it wastes a whole cycle. And sometimes that cycle can be a half a day itself. So you're missing your SLAs just by the nature of having a batch process that you have to rely on to reprocess an order that may have you know, fallen outside of those parameters. So the APIs, the APIs have proven to be um, a very um, competitive uh, advantage for us from a from a technology perspective because it pushes that compresses that time that that we're transacting data instead of shipping orders. Got it. Got it. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you for that for that insight. And you touched on this a little bit around some of the 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 challenges that that Verse was experiencing uh, a prior. Uh, to bring it on Clio with, with your yeah. previous uh, technology and, and previous integration strategy. If you don't mind elaborating on that a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the legacy solutions we had in place, um, just the support around what we needed as a growing company, a, a company that needed to scale to keep up with our customers, the support for our legacy solutions um, just really wasn't there. So either the software was outdated and there was no good roadmap to improve or, or make that better, or the support just was not satisfactory from, uh, from the perspective of keeping us you know, in business and, and running every day. So I had worked with Clio in the past and uh, I just felt like uh, you know, Clio is a strategic partner and maybe some of our legacy partners um, weren't, weren't in that category, I guess, right? So when I need something from Clio, um, I can make a phone call and they'll, it doesn't matter you know, if it's a salesperson or a technical person or whatever, Clio will help me with whatever my solution is. And I didn't necessarily feel that way with some of the legacy vendors that, that we had used in the past. Okay, great. Great. I know. I remember our 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 first conversation together. It was uh, it was during a, a particular heat of the moment situation. I recall, <laughs> and uh, and I remember the first words out of your mouth is just, "All right, just just tell me, tell me how it is, man." And and I did, and you're like, "I appreciate that." Now let's go fix it together. Yeah, I think that was a a really good a really good partnership moment, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. And, yeah. and it's still, you know, it's true to this day, right? I, I feel like Clio's, um, nobody's perfect in technology. You know, we've, we've both been in technology for many years. And, you know, there's problems with technology sometimes, but it's how you deal with those problems that's, that's really more important sometimes. And I feel like, uh, you know, I have a strategic enough relationship that Clio will not let me down. And uh, that's tough to find in this world these days, I think, from a support perspective. So um, it, it gives me comfort. Yeah, that's great to hear, man. Great to hear. Um, awesome. So and I think you, you, you touched on some of these as well. Uh, but let's see, double click onto it. Like what were some, some major considerations? You mentioned one around partnership and comfort uh, in choosing Clio. Anything else you might want to yeah. add to that? Yeah, so we have a, 
you know, we don't have a large integration team, right? So we needed some help from a uh, conversion perspective. So from legacy to the new Clio platform, we wanted to make sure that we had uh, somebody that would, a vendor that would help us through that process. So of course, Clio was willing to do that. And we, we embarked on a, basically it was a year long project to, to do that conversion, right? From our legacy mm -hmm. to, to the new platform. Uh, which we successfully completed on time and on budget. Uh, so help with the conversion was was one of the uh, things that we were looking for. And the second thing was, this is where the cloud piece comes in, I think, a little bit, um, the blended service offering that Clio has. Um, I wanted to add capacity to what I was able to do for Versed from, a, from an integration perspective. So a lot of times we don't control the sales cycle. So if I have a couple customer implementations that drop in on top of each other, I don't want to tell the business, no, I can't do that customer implementation right now. So the extra capacity that Clio provides by being able to either go to professional services or to the cloud team allows me to expand my group and handle a project that is really kind of over my resource limit but because Clio is a trusted partner, I can pass that project off with little, you know, involvement in that. And, and it basically is an extension of my, my IT team. So uh, that was a, a really critical. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good, that's a good point. And going back to earlier, the earlier point where you were, where you were talking about, about growth, right. It allows you to meet those spikes in growth, right. From yeah. your, from your, from the business side of burst. Yeah, because it doesn't happen all the time. So you can't have a big staff waiting for projects, but Clio's always there, you know, over on the side waiting to help out and when needed. So it's been great. Great, great, awesome. Um, okay. Uh, any, anything else that you, you would add there? I think you, you talked already about kind of your usage of the technology, EDI plus API. I think, I think we're, we're good. Yeah, I think those are the main points. You know, the software, obviously, uh, I, you know, I feel like Clio can do any type of integrations. You know, we've done some other integrations that are not really EDI related. Um, so, you know, the tool itself is, is, is solid. And then just the partnership that we spoke about before, I think, is, is the whole package. Great. Great. Um, so if you don't mind, let's shift a little bit, describe some of the, the business benefits that you feel you, you've achieved uh, by using a, a Clio Integration Cloud. Um, and yeah, you can take that in whatever, whatever direction you like. Okay. Yeah, so the first thing I would probably say from a benefit perspective is the, uh, when we had our legacy EDI platforms in place and when I first got to Versed, uh, we were spending a large amount of our time per day working on problems that had been generated from just inbound EDI, inbound data from our customers. Um, whether it's missing data or errors in the translation of that data or the transport of that data, you know, depending on the methodology, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the batch nature of of moving X12 data and relying on FTP and that type of thing um, generated just a massive amount of work for the IT department. So we weren't working on projects to, to drive growth and scalability like we need to be. We were working on solving in 
bound EDI problems today, <laughs> um, <laughs> right? So the help desk, the IT department was one big help desk for from an integration perspective. So, um, you know, we the the proof is in the pudding here. I think you know, we had uh, three to four percent of our of our EDI that was that was being transacted needed to have somebody look at you know a piece of it at some point or another whether it was inbound outbound what have you it was it was an edi failure um for whatever reason and uh you know one year after we have been fully converted which is about where we're at right now it's been about we're approaching a year after we were fully up and running on clio our error rate has dropped from three to four percent to 0.24 percent wow what is that 16x improvement yeah. in, in uh in in the error rates that we were dealing with so my guys literally do one or two you know edi help desk tickets a day maybe now and they spend the rest of their days you know on more meaningful projects so that's the number one thing is we don't have uh, the whole team tied up working edi issues anymore um, yeah, that's good to hear, and uh, glad glad that glad that we could help. You know, yeah. uh, we uh, and 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 you know we 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 have a good feedback loop going with you and your team, so we incorporate learnings and and requests and and, and suggestions from your team back into the platform. So that's a that's a, a again a great great partnership that we have going. It has it has been it's been uh, it's something that you want with all of your vendors, but it seems elusive sometimes. I yeah. I'm not sure why, but but I do feel uh, pretty good about our Clio relationship. The other thing that I would tell you that, that Clio brought to the table is credibility. Um, we oftentimes are winning or losing business based on the WMS software that we have or the, the EDI partner that we have or you know, whatever the case may be. The technology is important to people these days. You have to prove before you win the business that you have solutions in place that can that can handle that volume. So as as we grow as as Verse Logistics, we're finding that we're attracting larger customers and those larger customers have higher levels of uh, of quality and and performance that they expect, right? So by by talking about Clio, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Clio. Um, Clio has a good brand in the marketplace. Um, I'm able to talk about all the things that we're talking about here and have our customers become pretty comfortable with, you know, our integration partner, which is going to become their integration partner if they, if they yeah. sign up with us, right? Exactly. So exactly. it's a huge credibility issue from a sales perspective that allows us to close deals. You know, if you go into a, a, a sales process and you're talking about your legacy EDI vendor that can't support you. And, you know, it's hard to have any positive things that you can, you know, talk about during the sales process. With Clio, it's the opposite. I can talk about all this any-to-any -any technology. I can talk about the cloud. I can talk about blended services. I can talk about all these things that get my customer comfortable with, uh, with first uh, in the technology that we offer. Great, that's great. So that's a really good insight how you how you're connecting the 
the business and, and the power of what you and your team are doing and the technologies you're using uh, to, to help grow the business. That's a really, really good insight there, Macy. Well, in the last couple of minutes here, any any anything you might want to talk about around kind of the, the next steps, uh, what you see in the business going forward, what's next for you guys uh, from a, from a yeah. first uh, IT perspective? Yeah. Yeah, we're continuing to prepare the business for, you know, bigger growth and, and more scalability. So we have many, many projects in the pipeline, no lack of work for the for 2022 or 2023. But you know, going forward as it relates to Clio, there there is just a lot of standardization that that we want to do as a company. And as we integrate different systems together, I gave an example earlier that, that we had other integrations, you know, beyond um, EDI and traditional, you know, exchanging data with customers. We've recently done an AP automation project that required Clio to integrate with our financial systems and most of our other internal business systems. So our transportation software, our TMS, um, our packaging solution ERP that we use, as well as our uh, WMS, this AP project touched all of those uh, internal systems and Clio was the glue, the integration piece in between there, right? So we have a lot more of, we wanna build tighter integrations with our systems and our customers. And there's a lot of projects in the pipeline to just do that, which should again, allow us to have, um, you know, more solid connections with our customers, with our internal systems to allow us to, you know, drive that, that growth and process more transactions than uh, than we have in the past. Yeah, it sounds like automate, automate, automate. Right, right? more That's and more, more and more of that is uh, is good, right? I think it's good. Like like you said, it allows allows uh, you your, yourself and your and your team to do to do more. You know, um, which is great, great to hear. Um. Well, Macy, I want to thank you so much for uh, for for taking the time, telling us about about Burst, about yourself, uh, about um, the relationship uh, that we've built together uh, um, with between Clio and Burst. And uh, yeah, looking looking forward to many, many, many more years uh, uh, working together in, in this partnership.